Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Six Trends of Zyding. Five <laughs> Gold Trend Rings. Uh, that is courtesy yes. of Super Producer Brian Jeffries. Uh, we are actually at the fifth day of Christmas, I think, is, is how the countdown works. Uh, okay. It's also, uh, tomorrow is the winter solstice, uh, so get ready to do whatever. Stay inside, I guess. I'm Jack, and that is special guest host, Joel Moni. Hey, what's up? What a day for the Marvel Defender to be back. I know. What oh, a pleasure man. to have uh, the triumphant return of the Marvel Defender uh, here <laughs> on the day, uh, the Monday after uh, Spider-Man No Way yes, Home yes, yes. Uh, found a way to bring it home if uh, the thing you're bringing home is Bafobio, uh, Joel. You know how I like to talk <laughs> so in uh, much money, <laughs> talking variety lingo, a uh, trade mag lingo. Yes. But yeah, it made the most of any December movie ever, right? They're most or most. I, I had the things up here, and now they're gone. But oh, it's it's a way in winning. Let's just say this: the last four Marvel movies, Spider-Man beat their total box office in its opening weekend. Damn. So Disney is very happy. It's a it's a wonderful morning for Disney. I always root for those guys. I just feel like you They know. really need it too. They really <laughs> need our support. Yeah. Uh shout out to Disney. Uh so that is kind of uh the first thing that we're going to talk about trending. Uh the first thing uh, trending. Spider-Man <laughs> no way home. Sure. Let's do that. Let's, let's sing today. Uh so you saw it. I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, here's one thing that I have that, uh, a, um, concern I have going in that I, oh, okay. I want to hear your response to, um, like spider man, come on, that's unrealistic. You, no, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so I feel like Marvel movies at their best were like taking other genres and like putting superhero movies in other genres and then, like, some, of uh, like, Eternals, I, I read a review that was like, oh, this is just a superhero movie. This is just, like, a DC movie. But then Spider-Man No Way Home, I couldn't tell. It seemed like a lot of, uh, a lot of portals in the sky, which is always a pet mm-hmm. peeve of mine. But it also seems okay, like they I... were doing some interesting things. And also, I was a little worried that, not worried, but, like, come on, uh, the Spider-Verse did this. Are you going to acknowledge no, no. the, the great... It's actually that conversation that I've been waiting to have about the similarities. It seems Sony did a lot of like, oh, that really worked in Spider-Verse. Let's just bring it over here, um, which is frustrating because a lot of this iteration of Peter Parker, it actually comes from the Miles Morales comic books. So, you know, as a stan of Miles Morales, love Miles Morales, uh, it, it was irksome. I will say that I thoroughly enjoy this version of Peter Parker. He's a lot of fun. And these movies are weirdly some of Marvel's best movies, even though they're technically a Sony project in partnership with the Marvel Studios, which from if you if you're at all interested in the business side of these films is a really interesting perspective. Amy Pascal, according to IGN this morning, came out and said that she did not want Spider-Man to be a part of the MCU. And apparently she threw a sandwich at Kevin Feige, which, Amy, I don't know, in this day and age, if you want to admit out loud that you're throwing sandwiches at employees, even if they are as high up as Kevin Feige. Um, right. Is that a, yeah, an employee or a peer? I feel like that's... 
fair. That's fair. Uh, I feel like no one's Kevin, like, oh, you do not have poor the Marvel Kevin. <laughs> poor <laughs> so guy. He doesn't have enough. Uh, yeah. I feel like he's <laughs> why are we throwing right? sandwiches? Yeah. Uh, it's wild. It's, uh, I, I don't know. It, for, again, the business side of these things is so tricky. Apparently, a fourth Spider-Man is in the works, which makes sense after such an incredible opening box office. But I don't believe Tom Bafo, Holland has... Yeah. Yes, yes. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me use the correct <laughs> language. Bafo. But I don't think that Tom Holland has signed on to do those yet. Oh, he's going to uh, get paid. <laughs> on Pop Culture Happy Hour, we were predicting that he was taking his time and using some of those very famous star tactics of like, they're like, oh, were you coming back to do another one? He's like, oh, yeah, I've done as much as I want to with the character. So I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. I think he'd be a damn fool cool not to and uh listen if you want absolutely zero spoiler it's a very light spoiler but if you want zero like skip ahead 15 seconds uh the end of this movie does not support that it doesn't support not having him come back you you could not do a fourth around his you need him to come back and finish his damn storyline okay it is a romance for the ages to your portals point jack yes portals exist but if Doctor Strange is going to be around. There's going to be portals. So I just want you to brace fully for that as we continue along this MCU journey. Uh, portals here to stay. Mm-hmm. I think they're used effectively Okay. here. If they're Got subtle. It. They're sort of popping in and out. Um, it's a Doctor Strange related thing. So it's not so bad. This is a very contained film. I liken it to like when a, a writer comes in and does like six issues of a comic book, you know, mm. and then bops out. It's like a short condensed internal storyline it takes place over roughly 48 hours maybe we tip into 72 it's a very tight space of time it's condensed it's powerful there's truly not a wasted second every second something is happening and it's interesting and it's really driving the story emotionally there's a death again i'm only going very light spoilers that will destroy you it will 100 percent like you can't be a person and have feelings and not be crushed by this oh my god it's so painful and then there are it's so funny and it's so 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 deep into the lore of marvel and again just a light spoiler hit that fast forward button if you need it we get characters from netflix marvel series wow okay and not just characters but the actors from the netflix series playing them in the mcu which means we are now full-blown if marvel created it since 2009 it is now officially canon in the MCU, aside from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but since Coulson came from the movies into that series, I say it's pretty much already there. It almost counts, okay? We haven't seen any agents pop up in the MCU yet, but it truly, especially with um, Secret Invasion coming, to me, it seems like a matter of time. We'll see. Marvel's really doing the damn thing. If you're into, like, just lore and reading between the lines and these characters like there's just no end in sight and spider-man is especially no way home which is sort of a frivolous title but it doesn't matter the movie's solid yeah Um, it's all home stuff right yeah Um, they're sticking with home and it's just uh, it kind of ties in we weren't gonna be mad if you didn't we weren't (laughs) gonna be mad if you didn't stick to it folks yeah no it's it works (laughs) <laughs> all, all, anytime I say folks, people should folks. know I'm referring to the Marvel, uh, yes, the, the yes. powers that be at Marvel. <laughs> I mean, okay, so here, here's the my guess, uh, uh-huh. having not seen it, is the death Uncle Ben. 
<laughs> There's no Actually, Uncle Ben in this series. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> uh, I stay in a multiverse, so I'm in the movie mm-hmm. genre it's pulling from appears to be, you know, Nick of Time, the Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken real time <laughs> vehicle. And that is one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, yeah. So I'm in. The, no, this sounds great. And you did a great job selling it. Uh, well, another movie that I feel like we're going to do a great job selling. Um, oh, here is, we go. Yeah, so a trailer just hit. I've Whoa. never seen a, a trailer treated quite like just with the embrace. It's like suddenly one of the top things trending on Google, one of the top things trending on Twitter. I just mm. like started mm. seeing screen caps from the trailer, like just people using it as like memes. It's called The Northman. Is that, am yes. I pronouncing that right? Is that what I it's mean? Like? One, one assumes Northman, the, yeah, Northman. the Northman. Yes. The Northman. Um, yeah, I think it's the Northman. It's from the director of the V Vitch. The Vitch. Oh, right, right, right. That's how it is. One Robert Eggers. Yes. Yeah, one Robert Eggers. The screen cap of uh, Willem Dafoe just looking <sighs> like smiling, but looking like he's doing like scary. Uh, Truly in face his green goblin like, bag. Yeah, yeah, looking like he just he's making the face you make before you shine the uh, flashlight up your uh, face when you're like trying to scare someone. <laughs> Truly. And it, yeah, it's it's just got it's got a lot, Joel. Uh, it, it's got violent as hell. First of all, the very first sounds you hear if you watch the. If it pops up on social media, they've done this thing with trailers now where they show you a random like 30 second smash cut of a bunch of shots that might be interesting because they know our attention spans are short and we might scroll down before they get into the actual trailer. I really appreciate this few seconds. Other people find it distorts the art of trailer making. You guys can tell me how you feel about it. But like the very first thing they show is just like a sword plunging into a gut. It's like the squish of blood Mm. everywhere. And, you know, instantly you're like, oh. I'm in for a ride. And then you're like, oh, it's Robert Eggers. That guy loves a filthy person. Okay. If you're dirty in his movie, it's about to go down. It's going to be violent and most likely misogynistic and weirdly sexual. Uh, And I'm here for all of it. It's so, so good. There's a shot in there. I was telling Jack before we hit record that um, I've been watching a lot of NBA, like best plays, best deals, best hook shots, best dunks. Going way back with the hook shots. All of them. Listen, yeah. listen. We we saw some footage in black and white. Uh, these you YouTubers go. are very serious about yeah. it. Um, but one Alexander Skarsgård, uh, if you watched True Blood at all, he was the sexy blonde vampire. That one. He's also the bad husband in uh, Big Little Life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. He's sort of been on a run of just playing horrible men, but now he plays like a kid who's coming back to get vengeance in a very Hamlet story yeah. line. An uncle killed the father, and now the son must come back and try to reclaim what Damn. should have been his in the first place. Uh, it's the Lion King, if you will. Yeah, you did such a better job of watching this. <laughs> like I didn't didn't see the opening thing, didn't notice that he uh, intercepted a spear like you did. He did. He literally puts his hand out like a best of block, and then shucks it back. Uh, he makes that basket if he's in basketball. That's mm-hmm. how confidently he throws that spear. And he does say four three when he throws yes, it. Yes, yeah. So that, he shouts little... Kobe pretty clearly. <laughs> uh, he's confident. once he hits the guy, he does shout Kobe, <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman giving her best Nicole Kidman face, just yeah. like half face, killing it. Anya Taylor Joy is in it 
Bjork, I'm pretty sure, plays a witch in this, which is really all I should have said from yeah. Jump. It should have just been Bjork is playing a Scandinavian witch, and you need to show up to see that. And I think that one of the reasons it's trending is Eggers has created an insane fan base around his films just because yeah. they're so well made. It's so, oh, the attention to detail. It got sort of like an A24 vibe, even though I don't think he's always releases with A24. I think Lighthouse was. Um, but I don't know if he always releases with A24. I feel like he might have like transcended A24 at this point. He, he might, might be on be. that. Like, it, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody else was like, here's additional money. Like, please come make your movie with us. Right. A24 has everything. Okay. All their movies come with merchandise. It's so wild for a distribution company to be on that level of branding. But I love it. I, I can't wait for The Northmen. I love good violence. And I love history movies that are like well-researched and feel like, yes, dramatized, but also... Sort of like we went back in time, just dropped a camera in and filmed some stuff. Those are my favorite. I am obsessed with The Witch. I could watch it all the time. Black Phillip is truly one of the best villains. So insidious. He's just there lurking in the background, making your parents hate you. That's great. I also want to just give a quick shout out to Tom Hardy for uh, not being the lead in this because this is <laughs> the role that we've seen Tom Hardy in so many times, like angry, uh, very like strong. Uh, Jason Momoa could and also have been cast. J- in this yeah, movie. Jason Momoa could have, but Tom Hardy turned it down, or they were just like, you know what, we've we've seen it from you, Tom. Uh, I, I feel like Robert guard, is like, you're we up. need to understand what the lead character is saying. So unfortunately, Tom, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Alex. His enunciation, it's top tier. Yeah, I think my character should uh, just have a like a Wickerman helmet on the whole time. <laughs> Would be Tom's <laughs> one note about on the script. Uh, so you can't see my face, but anyways, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about the candy cane shortage. Oh no. no! And we're back. Uh, hey. and so we talked a couple weeks ago, I think, uh, mm. you know, our, uh, writer J.M. McNabb viewing things from, High up north in Toronto uh, was like, hey, here's a dumb thing you guys do every year uh, and pointed out that like the Christmas tree shortage this year that uh, people were writing a lot of articles about uh, Mm. was actually not real, not a thing. Uh, The person who gave us the debunking quote was like head of Christmas tree growers of america or you know like why do people keep doing this it's (laughs) a it's just the media creating clickbait essentially and they know journalism yeah and they're you know shout out to them for taking some time off around the holidays and being like all right let's get a candy cane shortage on deck anyways we made fun of in that article uh debunking the christmas tree shortage we made fun of the candy cane shortage of 2010. We all remember where we were that year uh, when, you know, just the candy canes were nowhere to be found. Uh, psych, it didn't happen. Grandmas were throwing punches in the <laughs> aisles. It was exactly. violent. Uh, actually didn't happen. Uh, nobody's ever been uh, unable to buy a candy cane when they wanted to. In fact, there's an overabundance of candy canes uh, in my experience. And... So I was shocked to see near the top of Drudge Report over the weekend, a panicked title, Candy Cane Shortage, like Christmas 
ruined or some some bullshit to that effect uh so just wanted to <laughs> once again Christmas let you if know i don't have a candy cane listen yeah. y'all get a peppermint tea it's honestly six times better a candy cane is just sugar uh i don't like the way they dissolve and they have holes in them it, the texture becomes weird on your tongue uh i don't think candy canes are that essential to christmas you get a red and white pipe cleaner you twist it up you can hang that on your tree we use yeah. them for decorations again they're not really food way more important for aesthetic purposes yeah absolutely also if there is a shortage this this two dollar fee is, uh, mm, yeah mm. so i i went and just did a quick search to make sure that it was still possible to get candy canes uh, and I came up with a holiday peppermint candy canes 24 account at Target for $2.79. So that's not a not a bad price. That's uh, around 10 cents a candy cane. So it's not exactly like people are, uh, you know, throwing things through the window to try and get it. The last remaining candy canes. And uh, finally, just real quick check in. I uh, wanted to congratulate you. I know that you... Uh, your brother, super producer, Justin, big Bulls fans. The Bulls beat yes. the Lakers. I'm sorry. We swept the Lakers yeah. this season so far. Mm -hmm. Not a win against us. LeBron put up 31. Anthony Davis is out hurt right now, but I think so you guys are missing some of your better We're players. We're missing a lot of key players. I think Levine was out. Yeah. Ayo uh, Dosamun was yeah. out uh matt thomas was out troy brown jr was out and alizé johnson was out uh which i mean all of those guys can make big plays but specifically obviously the loss of zach levine was yeah. <laughs> troublesome it was refining but here comes ball and caruso just holding down the motherfucking ugh, just holding yeah. the center just keeping us tight Still looking like one of the guys who got exposed to radiation in Chernobyl and still <laughs> being incredibly good at basketball. Oh, man. But for both Ball and Caruso, I think when we come up against L.A., like they have a specific feeling in their gut of like, I am not going to let this team see me lose ever again. I know Ball takes it very personally. And, you know, he, Caruso could have stayed, but he came here for a reason. Ugh. Yeah, the, the Lakers wildly undervalued him, and now they're paying the price. It's just, it's a good year to have depth as one of your team's strengths and because people are constantly missing time. Um, mm -hmm. DeRozan, speaking yeah. of undervalued players. Yeah, top-heavy teams like uh, the Lakers and the 76ers are struggling because with the 76ers, one of their big one uh, goes out, like mm -hmm. MB did for, uh, I think, a couple weeks. They basically lost everything. Um, yeah, our bench goes deep. And you got to love it, too, because anytime almost anybody scores or, or makes an impressive play, like the entire bench is on its feet. Like there's just such a, a like go team camaraderie that feels very appropriate for Chicago, which is still a, a very blue collar town. It's a it's a beautiful thing to behold. It's, uh, my father is happy since none of his other sports teams are doing anything right now. <laughs> it's nice to have the Bulls back. Yeah, it's wonderful. And just a, a beautiful brand of basketball that the yes. Bulls play. Uh, so yes. shout out to y'all. Shout out to the Bulls who are trending. This wasn't just like a, a moment for uh, us to compliment Joel's favorite team. They are trending Thank because you. they did beat up on the Lakers uh, over the weekend. Uh, anyways, those are uh, some of the things that are trending here 
on monday december 20th we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show until then uh be kind to each other and be kind to yourselves uh get the vaccine wear a mask don't do nothing about white supremacy and we'll talk to you all tomorrow bye bye